And so here we are, segment four for season six, episode 21, with the theme of current state of reality, a resed out relationship advice episode. This one is number four, lack of female guidance. This segment uh, explores what happens when females don't have leaders to guide them through life's social media influencers and other unhealthy empowerment mindsets. So the first thing being, I guess, would be like Disney. Disney has always been like that company, the go-to company of like family living and wholesome entertainment and fun. And and this year, 2023, Disney has had a lot of uh, movies that failed. Excuse me. And um, the reason being is like audience members, they didn't they didn't really like the storyline. They didn't like the way that it catered to some certain uh, wokeness agendas. You know, they just want they just want that old school, you know, uh, Walt Disney type of films to keep rolling on and just be entertained, not to be preached to. So with that, you know, whoever was writing the, the stories for a lot of these movies, you know, maybe they were influenced like that or they were being told what to write. And possibly it could have been artificial intelligence writing the, the script. So that's how it kind of came out. And they just tweaked it a little bit to make it more appealing to the woke crowd. And then, you know, what ended up happening was everybody just didn't really care. So the biggest flops so far, the biggest one was the Marvels, you know, and that led to a lot of people like stepping back from Marvel, Marvel films and Marvel toys and you know, just anything that has to do with that. And then with that, you know, they all started backing away from uh, other popular name brands, items like Star Wars, where they try to put females in charge and try to make them, you know, save the day and try to make men look stupid and retarded. But when, when all things are considered and you step back and you look at films and you look at the American public, a lot of them don't like those new storytelling wokeness point of views they'd rather go for what they were used to what they were grown up with what we've been dealing with this whole time before all this 2020 coronavirus shit happened and that is you know films that um where you don't have to think about it too much you just go there and get entertained and you know you possibly fall in love with the character or the story or you see something new or or something cracks you up about, you know, some new saying or something that will be a pop culture reference for years, you know, Forrest Gump being one of them, you know, and the whole thing with Tom Hanks being a pedophile for sure. I really don't know, man. That's all that. Yeah. It's always a possibility, but I don't have time to do the research and, you know, look up Tom Hanks and what he does and all that. And, you know, it's just not part of, um, something I don't have time for, you know, and look, look how things have gotten for me. You know, I'm barely finishing off, um, season six and then, um, you know, just trying to do like research and then trying to find the time to do it. And, oh, there's just so much factors that go into me trying to do a, uh, podcast episode. So anyways, 
uh, going back to what I was saying about the uh, woke Disney films and all that wokeness, uh, there was um, there was a saying made by Donald Trump where he said, "Go woke, go broke," and you know, like like I say, and at the time I really wasn't focused on that because it wasn't something I was interested. In. I was just trying to make, focus more on the nonprofit. But sure enough, that's what's happening. You know, a lot of these companies that supported wokeness they went broke you know they, they started losing a lot of money and like bud bud light was one of them when they endorsed that guy uh dylan mulvaney for being a transgender spokesperson and you know a lot of people stopped buying a uh, bud light and you know budweiser was uh what was known as the king of beers you know started to decline and in sales and there's like a lot of leftover beer and nobody wanted to buy it and um, so stuff like that, um, is where I was just kind of looking at all this and just kind of putting it together, just kind of seeing what would, um, what, you know, the results could be of that. Uh, you know, the Marvels, I had a pretty good idea for that. Um, I was just, just based off of what I saw on the movie trailers and everybody saying it was terrible. I figured the driving line could have been a man. And how that would work out is the villain for the Marvel movies. I don't remember her name, but she was carrying a um, almost like a Thor hammer. And um, she's trying to attack Earth, take its resources and take it back to her planet from the way from what I understand. And um, and the Marvels have to stop her. And that's it. Okay, so my idea was they should have had a man there, and the man, he has no family on Earth, you know, his family died or whatever, so that villain, she ends up falling in love with him, so she takes him to her planet, and that's where they kind of, um, he tries to get her pregnant, you know, they're having a good time, you know, they, they go visit other planets, and they have some, you know, dating fun but at the same time you know they uh, they're trying to make some kids but it won't work because she is another species and his sperm won't match up with her eggs you know so the other part is as far as the marvel goes the marvels uh that brie larson character she could have just been like um what they were saying that she just destroyed planets and you know, that could have been her arc, you know, everybody could have been pissed at her and um, she could have been like trying to blame it on men. And so she's dealing with that issue. Uh, the other chick, the genie girl, um, um, Monica Rambo, I think was her name. She could have been just getting out of her relationship. So she's kind of got like, you know, should she go back to the man or should she be empowered and, you know, kind of keep to herself and um, wait till the right person comes along or whatever. Then the, the third one, the Miss Marvel, the, um, oh shit, what was her name? <laughs> oh damn, Kalani. Uh, I'm in Kalani, I think. Oh shit. Anyways, her character could have fallen in love with that guy. Um, after Miss Marvel destroyed that, uh, the villain's home planet, the villain could have brought her, her earth man back and said, all right, stay here. Let me go here. Let me go get these resources. I'll come back and pick you up. So while on earth, he meets up with Miss Marvel and, um, those two, they kind of like 
hit it off. But he does tell Miss Marvel that, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a married man, but we can hang out. And, and then, you know, then slowly things start to build from there. And um, that's when um, the villain comes back, gets her man. And then um, I, I had some uh, some thought about how they were going to all work, come together. And then um, that's where, oh, I, I think it was uh, Miss Marvel's getting blamed. Not Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's character, is getting uh, blamed for all that. So eventually, they end up going to the the planet of the um, um, the the villain and her and her Earthman, and the Earthman gets like a um, like a um, outfit made for him. It's like super powered, so he goes up against the Marvels, and his he starts getting his ass whooped after a while. You know that suit that he's wearing it can't match up with them so what end up what ends up happening is that um eventually he will get like almost killed and then that's where the villain comes back and right before uh, miss marvel i mean captain marvel's gonna destroy him with her with her kinetic powers and all that um that's where his mask or his helmet comes off and it reveals us that that dude that miss marvel met on earth and so she has feelings for him so when right before captain marvel's about to destroy him miss marvel jumps in front of him like taking a bullet you know so she gets all zapped up and um that's where the genie lady that marvel um i don't i remember what her title was but she ends up turning on a uh, captain marvel until it tells her you know what the hell are you doing that for you know all that stuff so eventually uh Captain Marvel gets ostracized. She gets, um, you know, people turn on her, even her friends. And um, so after she takes off, you know, in the galaxy trying to outrun all that problems, Miss um, Marvel ends up getting healed by um, by the villains, Tick, you know, whatever they have. And then at the end of the film, um, the villain agrees to let Miss Marvel and that dude, you know, get it on so they can have a baby together, but they'll keep the baby on that planet. And so anyways, that was my idea. You know, I was just like, oh, that would have been pretty interesting to see something like that. But, you know, the way they went with it, I, I don't know, man. I haven't watched it. I'm not really, not. I'm not in a hurry to watch it. If it shows up on TV, I'll probably check it out. But anyways, um, so... Then there's that whole celebrity message thing in dealing with uh, lack of female guidance. Um, when when these ladies that wrote or whoever, uh, the, the lady that directed the Marvels, I guess, I don't know, she might have done a good job, but um, executives are the ones that kind of kept messing with it. So without that guidance, um, the movie turned out terrible, I think. And then the other thing is that Kathleen Kennedy took over so she's been dealing with films and producing for so many years I don't know like 40 years that you know when she finally took over that Disney whatever position she was going after you know she just ruined everything and then it got to the point where it was just putting turning characters around uh, race swapping them and swapping genders so what was a guy that was a strong white guy turned into 
a black female or a Chinese female or Latina female, you know. So that that type of a thing happened. And then, um, so, you know, Kathleen Kennedy ended up losing a lot of money for Disney because she was trying to be this leader of um, the woman's revolution, but it didn't really go anywhere. It just got worse. And then, um, then that kind of lets me, that lets me, it makes me wonder about who is kind of, uh, who's kind of paid paying attention to what I'm going through with that wicked bitch for the nonprofit presidency and just kind of seeing that she has no leadership skills at all. You know, she's not a leader. She's just, I would, she's not even an influencer. I'd say she's just a manipulator getting things done the way she wants because she uses some type of witchcraft, fear and intimidation to get what she wants. And that's why she didn't like me because I didn't bend over for her. You know, I, I said that before, but, um, this time I'm just kind of looking at the the whole situation now and just saying that she has no guidance. Nobody guided her. If somebody did, she was probably like um, thinking she knew it all. And that's where I think that, um, you know, this leadership thing, uh, this leadership position, not just for the nonprofit, but just for everything in general, um, uh, now I see why a lot of the elders back in the day, they would say, you know, women are not supposed to be in charge. And when, excuse me, and when women became in charge, a lot of things started failing. Just, excuse me, an, another example is the um, Navajo Veterans Administration executive director, female. You know, she was put in there in charge, going to make a difference. Nothing. So she was even put on blast on um, the, what was it, the Gallup Independent, where Seth Damon, the uh, uh, Speaker of the House or some shit like that, he started saying that they needed to get a subpoena to get her to come to the meetings and give out the reports, which I guess eventually she finally did, but... It's just that um, when there, when a guy was in charge, you know, there was things getting done, but people didn't realize it because they were like, oh, he's a white man, you know, get that white man out of there. He don't speak Navajo. He doesn't represent us. So they're like, oh, get a, get a, uh, get a, get a, get a, get a female. I'm not get a female, get a Navajo speaking person in there as, as executive directors. So they did. And now look, now looks what's going on. So that's why idiots like the Clagato veteran commander, you know, I try to take over his position. So I would have at least had a little bit of my say in changing the way, you know, people were influenced into putting these fucking idiots in charge. And um, for the Navajo Veterans Administration and the the uh, advisory advisor, veteran advisory or veteran advisor or some shit like that. I forgot that position was called. Anyways, that asshole, um, you know, that, those, I definitely think that I would have felt better. Now, if I would have changed that and put the right people in, that would have been great. But if not, then, oh, well, you know, at least I wanted to have my say. And the only way I could do that is over the podcast, you know. And 
other than that, you know, I'm just watching their in, empire start to crumble and fall apart. So it's like, well, that's what you guys wanted, you know, you know, power, greed and power, you know, when you get all that and you've never had it before. Well, I guess this is what happens. I guess this is the result. They weren't even ready for it and they couldn't handle it. So it it overpowered them in a way. So now they got nothing to do, you know. Well, I don't, I don't know what their plans are, but everything's been quiet. There's been no updates or anything. So then going back to the uh, Navajo Veteran Network, the, um, like I said, stupid bitch. It was not, not even a leader and had no guidance, but... Um, that's where all this would be looking at that, uh, you know, for the most part, Navajo women are big letdown cause they're overhyped. And that's where I'm like, all right, well, you know, if you guys still want to keep women in charge, go ahead. I got nothing to say about it, but I am going to take back, do my best to take back the nonprofit and, make it go in the direction of helping everybody, not just females, not just males, not just elderly, not just the disabled, but all the veterans and the surviving spouses and gold star mothers and all that stuff. So anyways, uh, with that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and wind that down because I need to hurry up and finish up this episode. So let's go ahead and jump on to the fifth segment. And this one is going to be pushing messages. So I'll try to make this a good one. So stand by. 